Welcome to Clean Up on Aisle Fun, the podcast about reviewing grocery stores that nobody asked for. Well, here we are again. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Clean Up on Aisle Fun. Thanks for listening. This is uh, the podcast about grocery stores that nobody asked for. We review and discuss grocery stores in detail. We're not brought to you by RX Bar yet, but I'm still knocking on the door. And by knocking on the door, I mean I have um, just been saying it in episodes and not actually doing anything to reach out to the RX Bar company. Um, maybe that would be a good a good thing to do, but I have not haven't done that yet. I have I have continued to purchase and eat RX bars though, and they uh, continue to be pretty tasty. Um, I've been enjoying their seasonal varietals right now, the pumpkin spice and apple cinnamon. I just purchased a, a chocolate hazelnut one uh, the other day, and I haven't eaten it yet, but I'm very excited. Anyway, uh, so hopefully we can secure that sponsorship so I don't have to pay for these things anymore. But uh, anyway, uh, welcome to everybody. If this is your first time listening, hello. Uh, there's not that many. You could go back and start from the beginning. Um, so, but do as you please. I just no, no skin off my nose. Thank you to everybody who's listened so far, though. I've gotten some great feedback from uh, some some trusted and beloved individuals. So that's good to hear that people have been enjoying this. Um, my, I spoke to my grandmother on the phone last week, and uh, she said, your Aunt Maggie came over, and we heard you on the radio. And it took me a second to figure out what she meant by that. Uh, <laughs> uh, she did just turn 90, so who knows? <laughs> um, but, uh, wow, 90 years old. Uh, c- congratulations again, Grandma. When I was a little boy... And I remember being about uh, five years old, so this is 21 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did that math correctly. I was I was at my grandmother's house, uh, in in the her garden with her, and I uh, asked as children do, Grandma, how old are you? And she looked at me without missing a beat and said 90. And I said, Oh, okay, made sense. 90s. I had no concept of age. Um, if you were taller than five and a half feet i just assumed you were an adult and if you were an old person you may as well be a hundred uh, who knows so anyway a, a fun harmless white lie to a child uh, that she then made good on by actually reaching the age that she purported to be uh so anyway good uh, uh, thumbs up from granny um some some friends have uh, i i meant to address this last episode and i completely forgot but i have some friends who um in response to my uh, request for other American playwright tie-in grocery store products from episode one, had a had a uh, a conversation with uh, my friends Kelly and Jolie about this, and we rattled off a, a list of um, potential, I guess, uh, names for product lines. That um, uh, any grocery store should would be lucky to have um, most of these. So these are just basically pun combinations of playwrights and and food. Uh, so what is let's see what did this list have? Uh, Craig Brucus, like brew like a beer. Sarah Gruel, uh, what is Gruel? Uh, can you? It wouldn't. It would not surprise me in the least if uh, the same. 
forces that have tried to put whatever marketing spin goes into the whole ancient grains thing at some point tried to sell us gruel um extolling the virtues of what it would like some sort of ancient health or some sort of old medicinal value that people in the 1800s knew about that we didn't that we should get back to it's the way our bodies are supposed to supposed to be working uh processing all of that uh those uh, discarded oats and rendered fat and uh whatever the hell went into gruel um terrible marketing it's so close to the word cruel but so look look for that someone will be selling some some corporation will scoop up on it and resuscitate the old how how at what point do we get back to um trying to correct our humors i for one am looking forward to when um pop science has has turned the light back on you know measuring the amount of black bile that i have and uh whether or not i have uh too much rheumatic uh goo in my lungs and uh thus need to be leached anyway so this list of uh <laughs> This list of playwrights. Uh, so Craig Bruca, Sarah Gruel, Edward Albines. This was a this was a gimme. Um, Brandon Jacob Bacon's. Okay. Uh, Dominique Morris soap. You can buy soap at a grocery store, so you know that that definitely counts. Banana Devere Smith. I love that. Young Jean Lean Cuisine. Kenneth Longgrain Rice. Annie Bakery. <laughs> Will Pino is in noir or grigio depending on the season and susan laurie barks um we were figuring you know barks like candy bark um so oh and then there was tennessee williams sonoma that one's a bit of a stretch um i don't uh, williams sonoma is strictly home goods i don't know that they sell any foodstuffs if they did they would probably um sell gruel uh, so anyway, thank you to Kelly and Jolie for uh, providing the uh, uh, this content. Um, credit where credit is due. They uh, they really had some great ideas. So for today's episode, this is another solo one. Uh, I went to a uh, a New York based grocery store that I don't really have uh, much experience with, but I did have one experience that. Uh, inspired me to uh, review it for today that I uh, you know let me why don't I why don't I give the full backstory so let me take you back to the summer of 2018 it is uh, mid to late mid to late summer I'm at a bar Uh, I believe it was uh, hmm Oh, Walter's Cottage. That was it. And you know what? I'm going to leave that full pause of where I tried to remember the name of the bar in. Why not? Uh, so I'm at Wal- Walter's Cottage. And they have this uh, this deal. It's like uh, uh, two PBRs for $5, uh, which I'm certainly not going to pass up on. If I'm looking for a crappy beer, I, I enjoy a PBR. It's, um, you know, it's a union beer. It's a working man's brew. And so I... Uh, handed over my money to the bartender tipped of course 
And he gave me two beers back. And so to uh, while I was drinking one, I had the other situated in um, the I was wearing a shirt with a breast pocket. So I have it in my left my left pocket. And it is and and let me give a proper warning uh, before I proceed any further. The, uh, this story does involve some gross uh, person. Well, you know, I won't ascribe the judgment of gross, but it involves personal medical details about my body. If you don't like that, skip ahead. I don't know, twenty minutes. I'm not sure how long this story is going to take. Uh, so I'm I have this beer in uh, in my pocket for a little while. And I notice that my nipple starts hurting. And I assume it's just sensitivity due to the ice-cold, refreshing um, uh, temperature of the Pabst Blue Ribbon that has been uh, situated uh, upon my chest. And the next day, it's like still, it's still hurting. Uh, for another day or two, it's not, it's not like a constant and intense pain, but I notice it's if I like bump into something or uh, if I put any like pressure on it, like if I'm drying myself off after a shower or something like that, I notice that the old left nip hurts. So I examine it, and I'll be goddamned if I don't find uh, a lump in my breast. Uh, it's not very large. I'd say it's maybe the diameter of a nickel, uh, a small coin, and uh, it's it's not very... So, like it's not you wouldn't be able to tell anything's there looking at it but i can definitely feel a sort of mass underneath the skin that is sensitive to the touch so i'm like okay i you know uh i was like the the mother in that scene in the room where she walks in and says uh what is it the what's the line the test results are in i definitely have breast cancer it's 100 what i jumped to and then i thought about it a minute i'm like that's it might not be but either way i scheduled an appointment with my primary care physician, Dr. Gower. Uh, he's a great guy. I always enjoy seeing him. Uh, and so much that, you know, I, I see him at his office on the Upper West Side. Uh, when I started seeing him, I was uh, I was living in Washington Heights, so that was a closer commute, but now I'm in Brooklyn, and that's, uh, it's far away, but I'll, st- I'll still, I'll take the hour, 15-minute train ride just to see him. And this is during the day when the trains are running well. Um... So I go, I go to Dr. Gower for, uh, you know, get that checked out. And, you know, he tells me it's probably no big deal. It's uh, in all likelihood uh, something called a gynecomastia. And what a gynecomastia is, uh, is, folks, if you don't know, both men and women have mammary tissue. Men's are just, like, dormant and useless and not really, not, there's not very much there. But sometimes it'll get, um, I guess, inflamed it could sometimes be brought on by like a like physical contact or something like that. At the time, I was training for a half marathon. I was doing a lot of running. I'll be perfectly honest, nipple chafing was an issue. So I assumed that it was because of that that I had aggravated uh, this uh, gynecomastia or whatever. In some men, he was showing me pictures. In some men, they are like uh, large. They become large masses and they will physically resemble uh, like boobs. Uh, so they're not harmful or anything. And that wasn't the case with me, um, but sometimes people opt to have them removed. So anyway, spelling all this out for me, and writes me a referral to go get an ultrasound, uh, which I uh, eventually did. Went to Lenox Hill Radiology, and I so so I go up uh, the, the to the office in Midtown. This is a couple weeks ago, and. 
it was it, the place was packed it was bumping uh, a lot of people in the waiting room i guess it's not good for a medical facility to be packed like that especially in this situation i arrived for my appointment you know 10 minutes early and i was not seen for about 40 to 45 minutes i was fortunately had made the appointment early enough in the day that you know the next thing that i had was several hours later assuming that they would be running late this is fascinating by the way um this is this what you're listening to is interesting uh just so you know anyway i have to say sitting in this waiting room was one of the most oddly pleasant experiences that i've had recently there was hardly any magazines the ones they had were tasteful i didn't even look at them there was a tv that had some sort of uh it was basically just running infomercials for various medical products and like talking about the importance of uh, getting annual regular cancer screenings or something like that. Uh, there was uh, a commercial for legal zoom that uh, uh, talked about how easy it was to set up a, a last will and testament and like what, what happens if you don't and, how that's, you know, your possessions can, you know, get arbitrated and, and tied up in court for a long time. And, you know, the people you love might not even be able to get them. So now I'm thinking I should probably be setting that stuff up. I don't have much to give, but what if something happens? I, I, you know, uh, you know, perhaps the state of New York will get in the way of my family having access uh, to my record collection or my sneakers. Um, and then, of course, I've got to consider, like, what what's to be done with my body i'm not sure I, I like the idea of an open casket for myself uh if i really had my druthers i and i don't know that the technology for this exists but i feel like being being cremated you can hold on to some of my ashes if you'd like but send if i could get some of those sent into space and just sort of scattered out among the stars i like the idea of that but ultimately I'll, you know, I'll be gone, so uh, hope I mean, hopefully nobody has to deal with any of this shit for a long time. Uh, so I'm sitting there waiting for this, uh, for this screening or whatever. Eventually, they call me in. I go in. I change into the gown. Um, I'm sitting in a hallway. I read one of these weird little newspapers that they have out there because I'm at the point where I do need some literature. It was next to like a paperback David Baldacci novel or something like that, the kind of thing that you would expect to find in a waiting area. This actually wasn't like a designated waiting area. There was just some chairs in the hallway. I came to find out that I I don't think I was allowed into the waiting area because I walked in and um, uh, it was primarily it was primarily women. I assume this is like specifically for like breast screenings and stuff like that. So they all had pink gowns. I had a brown one. They had a little waiting room. I sat in the hall with the newspaper. So I go in, ultrasound technician is really nice. We have some lovely conversation as she squirts goo onto my chest. And uh, it wasn't as cold as, uh, isn't that part of like a the trope whenever you see someone getting an ultrasound, usually for a baby in a movie that it's like, ooh, it's cold and gooey. Uh, it wasn't, this was pretty solid room temperature stuff. I assume they've advanced technology over the years to make it a little more comfortable. Anyway, so she gives me the scan. She says, this is probably fine. We're going to give it to the radiologist or whomever, and they'll contact the doctor, yada, yada. So this is a couple weeks ago. 
and maybe this is maybe two weeks ago. And then last week, um, I celebrated a birthday. And my my birth the day of my birthday started when I, I got home from work at like one in the morning uh, to find a letter from the radiology clinic uh, confirming that uh, my ultrasound was clear and there was, you know, it was benign. There was nothing concerning there. It was clearly a form letter intended for middle-aged women. Like it talks about, it says like, we're pleased to inform you the results of your recent breast imaging study are normal benign, blah, 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 blah. Women age 40 and older who have no symptoms should have an annual mammogram. Screening with mammography Mammography should continue as long as a woman is in good health, yada, yada. So I, anyway, birthday off to a hilarious start. Uh, and then the day of my birthday, I had scheduled a doctor's appointment with Dr. Gower to go over the, it was, it was kind of a bummer that I had to go all the way up there because basically it was just for him to, you know, go over the results and confirm that indeed they are negative and give me the referral for, you know, if I were to take further action with it and have it uh, surgically removed. So because of that, I went to his office on the Upper West Side. And when I got out, it's two o'clock. I haven't had lunch yet. This is bad news. So next to his office is a West Side Market grocery store. So I head in and go into their prepared food section and I'm operating with like hungry brain at the time. And so I'm like, oh, I just need like a sandwich or something. So they have sandwich, pre-made sandwiches. And I find one that is uh, it's a ham and cheese sandwich on a croissant and it's $8, which uh, at this point, I'm just like, fine, okay, whatever. I I regret paying that much for this piece of garbage that I ate. It was packaged in something that was clearly, and it was clearly intended to be like uh, packaging for sushi. Like if you ever buy pre-made sushi in the grocery store, it looks, exa- it's that kind of plastic case, but it contained within it a ham and cheese croissant. Uh, as I was looking for perhaps uh, something else to supplement the meal, I was in the bakery, and they had uh, bins with rolls and croissants and you know muffins and such, and they had these little um, these little like short I don't know if they were like shortbreads or something, but they were these little like looked like little tiny loaves of bread labeled personal loaf which I thought was a an interesting way to... What an unappetizing way to phrase something. Go through the checkout. It's very congested. The layout of the store is weird. Um, and I get out of there, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do a proper review of one of these suckers, because that... My experience... The brief experience that I had in there felt to me like as if someone were ironically trying to make a bad grocery store. Like, if that's what they were going for, it would be great, but I'm not sure that that was actually the intent. And as a side note, when I bit into the ham and cheese croissant, I had the very unfortunate realization that I had also eaten a ham and cheese croissant for breakfast that day. And so I had accidentally eaten the same thing for two meals in a row. So I wasn't feeling great about myself. Moral of the story is if you find something weird on your body, don't be ashamed to go into the doctor to uh, talk about it <laughs> because it might lead you to uh, a little bit of inspiration. 
uh, as it did for me. Also, the peace of mind of knowing that I, you know, uh, don't have some sort of weird tumor or something. So, you know, that was a good, that was a good, that was a nice, a nice touch on the birthday. Because otherwise it was just kind of like a normal day. Like I, I went to, uh, had the doctor's appointment and went to work. Because it was like a Thursday. I wasn't celebrating that night. And it was just like, uh, oh, kind of a boring birthday. But you know what? All things in perspective, at least I had means and resources to, you know, feed myself to ham and cheese croissants in a row. <laughs> and, you know, I, I got that, I got, I got my health. What can I say? I got my health. Uh, so starting, starting 26 off on the right foot. Oh, and then the next day, um, based on an Instagram comment that I left, um, Patty Smith wished me a happy belated birthday. So I've been really riding off the high of that. Um, Maybe I'll cut that out. That might be a detail that I want to keep just for myself. We'll see. So now for the purposes of an official store review of of the specific, uh, one specific location, because I want to make it clear in case I, I haven't thus far, um, you know, like I did an episode on Food Bazaar in Bushwick that does not um, mean that I'm not going to do another Food Bazaar. Um, I would very much like to do so same with like the trader joe's or whole foods like i i will review location by location like the trader joe's episode is not the all-encompassing review of trader joe's because i think the differences between certain locations uh can be very interesting and i want to highlight that so for the official review of this uh this first west side market store i waited until today um because i actually needed to do some grocery shopping which i haven't um, I've, I've, this is episode five and I've yet to hit two birds with one stone and like knock out my shopping and review a store in the same experience. Um, so I was viewing it with a little bit of a different lens given the fact that, you know, I actually needed to accomplish something for my trip today and where I went to the West Side Market, uh, on 3rd Avenue in between 12th and 13th Street. So this is not, this is, uh, if, you know, if you're following along on Google Maps, this is not too far from the Trader Joe's Union Square. It just happened to be a convenient location for me in my errands that I was running today. Um, so I, uh, I went, I was, I went during uh, what we consider to be rush hour. So I was more or less prepared for the worst. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but I got to say, you, I, I, and maybe I had a little bit of bias of going into this, wanting to sort of have my knives out a bit for one of these stores, because every review I've given so far has been very glowing. Uh, and I have to say, this was one I was a bit overall disappointed with, uh, so let's let's start. I walk in. And they have like they have some baskets. I'm I wanted to opt for a cart. They only had like three small carts. Uh, I took one of them, and I'm in the I'm in the produce section. Uh, the variety looks okay. Uh, the, the it looks like fresh quality stuff. The layout of the produce section uh, was a bit a bit troublesome to me. It sort of snakes around in in 
there's not a lot of square footage in this store. And that's a common thing for a lot of places, but I feel like they didn't map things out very well. So I had I had a list of um there were some specific things that I was like I needed a few some general items but I was getting I was getting stuff to make uh I wanted to make meatballs which I I made a, like a so many meatballs tonight. Uh but one of the ingredients I needed was Italian parsley which is a flat leaf parsley uh if you're not familiar. And to my right I see some herbs and they have uh they have parsley, they have curly parsley, they have Italian, well, they didn't label it Italian, it said organic, um, like flat leaf parsley or something like that. Now, I I buy organic a lot, I try to veer towards that. I make some exceptions, and I gotta say, I purchase little enough parsley that um, I am fine with buying conventionally grown parsley. I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, if you want to come at me for that, you know what? Go go for it. I I don't care. Uh, so I don't, but I don't see any conventionally grown parsley nearby because you know you'd think logic would dictate you have something, and then you you have the organic version of it, you have the regular version of it, and they're next to each other, so you can. Uh, you know, grab one, and I, I don't, I don't see any anywhere. So I grab, I grab a thing of this wet organic parsley, and put it in one of the bags. Throw that in the cart. I continue to move around the produce section. I turn a corner. There's the regular, conventionally raised parsley, and uh, and 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 I have to admit, I do bear some degree of guilt for this, but um sort of as a, an act of aggression because I was upset that they did not put the parsley uh, next to each other. They did not shelve it in the way that I thought was right. <sighs> I'm really not proud to say this. I took the bag of, I took the parsley in the bag that I had and I just left it sort of in the trough at the bottom of the, the regular, the conventional parsley, took a conventional parsley put it in a plastic bag, and moved on. Somebody's going to have to clean that up, or somebody's going to grab it thinking it's a regular parsley, and then they get to the checkout and realize it's a dollar more than they thought it was. Uh, so that's sitting heavy on my conscience right now. But you know what? I, in the moment, I was upset. So I, I, did what, I did what I did, and you know what? Honestly, I got to stand by it, because if they had their parsley laid out correctly, this shit wouldn't have happened. Um. And Lord knows what would have happened if I was trying to do that with other vegetables. I would, you know, walk in, just see organics, and I don't know. You got to be smart about this stuff because, uh, you know, other people are even more disrespectful in a produce section than I am. I'm pretty reverent, um, but even I, even I have my limits. So I keep moving through the produce section, and I get to uh, sort of the packaged greens area. I need to get some, and I uh, I will say in uh, in their favor, they had like uh, they had your usual like Seder greens or um, Earthbound Farm, you know, boxes of like like you know spring mix or mescaline and me mes mescaline me mescal either there's one that ends in C-L-U-N and then C-A-L-I-N-E, 
mescaline, I believe, is a, a very potent psychedelic. And I, I don't, uh, you wouldn't want to mix those two up when you're prepping a salad for the church picnic now, would you? Uh, so I got a, I got mescaline greens. What was I even saying? Um, oh, they have West Side Market branded greens that are uh, seem to be of similar quality to any of the other stuff you're going to get. And they were significantly cheaper. So I got me a box of West Side Market mescaline, mescaline um uh, greens, or maybe maybe I did get the psychedelic, and I'm just uh, tripping balls right now. Who knows? Uh, so they have the they had the packaged greens. They had the other packaged fruit. Now, in episode four, and this, so I was this is this is for a point of comparison. In episode four, I can't remember whether or not we actually mentioned it, but we found uh, at um, uh, Superfood Town these canned peaches. I'm not sure what the company is called, but they were called speeches, like sp- spelled like S H peaches or something like that. Like as though you were, as though it was like a cutesy little nickname for peaches, speeches. And they had uh, spickles and spares, and like they were, they were all canned fruits. And these things were very expensive. They were like, I believe, like eight, nine dollars for this jar, this simple, simple jar of a packaged peach. Um, and they had. They had speeches at Westside Market. Um, I took notice of them because I noticed them the last time. No price. Did not know how much the speeches cost because there was no price uh, on the package itself. No signage to even tell me what the hell I'm looking at. Um, I I have to imagine based on context because there was a jar of spickles next to it that were like eleven ninety nine, which is um. Uh, which is, I, I'm speechless. You, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't pay that much for a pickled anything, um, unless it's like the the pickled fingers of your enemies in a jar or something. And for that, you should pay a lot more than twelve dollars. But that's besides the point. So I have to assume that these speeches were similarly exorbitantly priced. Uh, but I wouldn't know because they didn't have any signs out. Keep moving through produce. I needed to pick up some blueberries because, um, you know, I, I already had some blueberries in my refrigerator that I just uh, forgot about. So, you know, when you forget about something that you need, you you need to go get it so that you can get home and realize that you already have blueberries and that the blueberries that you have are much better than the blueberries that you just got at the grocery store. Because I got to tell you, the blueberries, I wrote in my notes, these blueberries are whack. There was some, maybe this is because they're out of season. This is probably because they're out of season, but I'm just on a goddamn rampage right now. Um, the, so the blueberries were shriveled and uh, green. I bought the nicest package that I could find. So as I'm moving into the store, I could take a, I could hang a right and and go into the prepared food section, or I could just keep moving straight past the cash registers towards the left wall of the uh, the store and just hit the groceries aisle by aisle, which seemed intuitive to me. But it was really maze like, and uh, you know, again, not a lot of square footage, but they they didn't seem to be managing the space well. So as I move past the registers, I'm moving towards that wall that I see. And 
I detect a distinctive smell of uh, like dirty feet uh, with a hint of um, like a cat box that needs to be cleaned uh, that maybe is in another room when you enter, you know, the house or something, but you can tell that it's there. But primarily feet. It was unmistakable. It's they smelled like sweaty feet, and I really took notice of this because this doesn't this doesn't even smell like spoiled food. It's just um it smelled like a like a musty space. I, I don't know I don't know where it could have come been coming from, but it was I, I noticed it and I, I even moved in and out of that area at several different points throughout my journey and noticed it every single time. So points off for the smell of feet near the cash registers and uh, near some of the food. Um, so I, I moved to go down that aisle. Now this this aisle that I'm going down, they have cleaning products, uh, various household products, garbage bags, etc., and cookies. And um, it's at this point that I've I've sort of been half listening to what the music situation is because uh, I think I think a good soundtrack played over those speakers can sort of make or break the experience for you. Now, the the sound the sound was like a little grainy. Like it sounded like uh like if you were to imagine a, a grocery store in the 80s or 90s or something like that, how it's like not super clear um sound. Like if you were to call somebody and be playing a song on like a stereo and you would hold your phone up to the stereo, have it and listen to it. It had that, which I consider to be kind of charming. It was a bit of a throwback. Now, these stores will sometimes, I don't know what the service is, but you can just hook it up to a thing where they play. You can select a theme or maybe, I don't know, around the holidays they have a specific channel for it, but it's commercialless music that you just play throughout the store. Hell, you could even just fire up a Spotify playlist and an aux cord. They had playing throughout the store, um, it was just on the radio. It was Sirius XM's 70s on 7, which is a fine station. I've listened to it with my father um, in the car on a number of occasions, whom I'm trying to snag as a guest. He sent me an email of some observations that he has about things in grocery stores that he said you should talk about these on the on the podcast. Um, and I and I emailed him back saying I could just have you know I could just have you as a guest. And he said, I don't think I'd be interesting. I said, I doubt it. And I do doubt it. I think he would be um, uh, very good, uh, a very good person to talk to. So um, if you know, if you know my dad, reach out and say you should you should do it. So they had seventies on seven playing, which I was kind of nice, but at the same time, I'm like that's a little unprofessional. I have to listen to the interstitials in between. I mean, it's Sirius XM is commercial free radio, but they have, you know, they'll play like. Um, a mashup of, you know, Casey Kasem talking about America's Top 40 cut with, you know, some of his dialogue as Shaggy and Scooby-Doo and then goes 70s on 7 and then back to the music, which um, that's, that's, that's the kind of auditory experience that I would rather opt into in a grocery store rather than have it thrust upon me. You may as well have it on, you know, Kiss FM or some shit. I, I really I really got an axe to grind with this place, I guess. I, it was you know what I think we'll find out why. We'll get into it in a little bit. So moving down the cleaning products and cookies, it's like cleaning products on one side, cookies on the other. Now, they had uh, 
a little area uh, that was not very clearly marked, but these this was their gluten-free section, and there was like three different kinds of gluten-free cookies, and they were lumped in with some of like the European cookies and biscuits and the 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 Newman, the Paul Newman uh, confections, like your Fig Newmans or your Newmanos, which are great, by the way. Would highly recommend any of the Newman's own products. He was a very good man and a, a great actor. Um, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, kind of disappointing to not have, there was, I mean, I don't even eat gluten-free stuff, but there was like hardly any gluten-free cookies and just categorize that with like, oh, with here's, is there, it felt, it felt like someone was like, put the weird cookies over there. And I didn't like it. At the end of this aisle, they had what I could hardly constitute as a baby food section. They didn't have anything in jars. They had a, like a couple of these um, pouches of goo. And that was about it. And here's, 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 here's what, here was my theory. I wrote down a note that I, this came to me later in the trip, but I wrote, this is a store for singles. This is a, and as evidenced by, there's, there's not a lot of baby food over in the dairy section. They have, um, you know, a lot of stores will have six pack, six packs of eggs for people who don't want to like, you know, ball out and get a full dozen. They're kind of meant for, you know, single people. They had the widest selection of six pack eggs I've ever seen in an entire, in a grocery store in my life. Um, this, and, and I, and, and I, I noticed that and I thought about the baby food and I started looking around and it's like, it's just other there's only there's only three carts at the front. That's because everybody's grabbing baskets because we're all alone here. Nobody's getting enough food to constitute a cart. I look around at my fellow customers and I'm like none of these people, none of us are going home to a, a loving family. None of us have kids or anything to to worry about. Someone there was someone who had a child with them in the store, and I thought he doesn't need to see this. This isn't a, this isn't for this isn't for the little boy. So now that I've established that this is a uh, you know a place for for singles, I continue throughout the grocery store. Uh, the next aisle had uh, cereal and honey syrup, peanut butter and jelly, cans of beans and uh, like canned vegetables. The selection was honestly just okay. Uh, I needed to get some granola, and I was not presented with as many options as I've been presented elsewhere. So the and these are champagne problems, but um, I was I don't know. I considering the amount of real estate that they gave to other things, I was surprised. Next aisle over, you had your rice, you had your pasta, olive oil, spaghetti sauce, and then on the other side of the aisle was the the meat case. Now the meat, uh. It was fine. I would give, I would say it is of uh, middling average quality meat. Having uh, observed with mine eyes and tasted with mine tongue. For I purchased a pound of ground beef, a pound of pork, ground pork, and, you know, made some uh, meaty balls out of the stuff. And they were, they were good. I, you know, I can, you could tell when it's like really, really good stuff. They didn't, but they didn't have like, any of this high-end uh, ground beef for me to purchase. Uh, but, I mean, what are you going to do? It was okay. 
And uh, as I said, olive oil was on this aisle. I get to the end of the aisle where the olive oil is. Not a great olive oil selection. There was not very much at all to choose from. And this is this is a personal hang-up, but I got to say, this was a real, uh, a real knock against them. I was not having a variety of olive oils for me to choose from. I love, I love olive oil. Um, oh, at this point I was back by the seafood. That looked okay. They had lobsters. They had a lobster tank, which, um, was points, even though it's weird to, you know, um, look at the lobster like that, but, um, it's weird to consider the lobster. I'm cutting that out. Now, you know, it. Never mind. I'll leave it in. But back, uh, back, uh, by the seafood, and this is keeping in line with, um, this being a, a singles place a single singles or just not family oriented place uh i saw three firemen who were uh in uh like what would you call it their equipment uh they they had uh their fire resistant clothing on uh in uniform would you say anyway they seem to be purchasing uh food to bring back to the firehouse to make dinner for um the, the fine folk of of ladder three which was nice that was that made me nice to I, I think it's I think it's cool that um firemen cook for each other and uh, you make a lot of you make you you know you feed you feed your crew so shout out to the the gentleman in a uh, ladder uh, ladder three uh, thank you for your service and uh, so keep keep I'm gonna keep on moving here I wrote down there was a laughable frozen food section hardly any variety of anything. Um, okay, ice cream selection. They were two for ten on Talenti. So anytime, anytime there's a deal on Talenti, I consider that to be good. Uh, hell, I should be hounding after them as a sponsor of this podcast as well. So I'll Talenti if you're out there. Uh, I love I love your gelato very much. I would accept. I would accept. I would I would talk about you for a full five minutes every episode if you give me one free pint a week that's my offer they had good they had a good selection of cheese in this place i will say i will say this is where things kind of start to improve as we get into sort of like the deli-esque section of the store lots of good lots of cheeses some good uh, good variety good quality to choose from um a, a pretty immense beer selection uh, it was very impressive. It was I was not I was truly not expecting it. They had good seasonal stuff. They had good local stuff. Your usuals, uh, as far as like national brands, but uh, you know, given how disappointing the the dry goods were, I was I was not expecting. I was not expecting this. Uh, their prepared food section was very extensive, and I saw some weird things uh this was this this is in a cooler case and it's amongst like like chicken wings and stuff but they had a breaded fillet of flounder which i don't think i've ever seen in a, a prepared food section and uh chicken breaded chicken cheddar patties i've seen breaded chicken patties but i've never known them to incorporate cheddar uh they were really going for it they had at the end of this case they had half pies Again, this is for single people. They're like, you don't need a whole pie, uh, you lonely 
you lonely person. You just you you get half, and you you, you know if you want if you want a whole, you buy two halves, and you have to live with that. Um, so they had these half pies. They had I've never seen this before. It was uh like a sixteen ounce cup, a plastic cup with a lid, as though you were to put a drink in it, but it was just full of Jello. Um, which that's got to be the stupidest thing you could buy in that entire store because uh like a package of jello is i mean i haven't bought jello in a long time but last i checked it was like a dollar dollar 50 and you, what is it you just it's so simple to prepare i uh, so i cannot imagine what would cuz i i I, oh, I didn't check the price and i should have cuz i bet these people marked it up to like i wouldn't be surprised if that cost 5 dollars which is Oh, I, I, uh, this was, this was, I was very dejected at this point in my trip. So I moved to the checkout and there is a self-checkout that could hardly be considered a self-checkout because I had a man getting in my way the entire time. Um, you know, I had, I had a clove of garlic and was look, just looking on the computer because you have to like enter in like the, the number um, the corresponding number for, you know, whatever the product from produce is because it is, you know, obviously on mark, so they need to, like, charge you for it. And as I'm, like, just, I'm trying to do that, I'm, like, being self-sufficient, and this dude comes over, and he's, he's like, oh, what do you have, what do you have? And I'm like, uh, this, and he's like, anything else, anything else? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, so I dig through my bag, and, and, like, I don't think I do, and then he starts to walk away, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I have this parsley, and so it's, I, I just had to, I got caught up in all this nonsense. Oh my god. So anyway, I got out of there and uh I got to be honest when I when I was paying I was I and I, I bought a lot of meat, but um uh, cuz I also bought bacon on top of the the uh, ground meats that I purchased, but the whole thing was just more money than I thought it was going to be. Especially considering what I was getting and the quality of what I was getting. I was like this this is this isn't great. So then, uh, so then I left, got on the train, came home, went to the gym, made these meatballs, ate some, and now I'm doing this. Oh boy, oh man, I gotta. I'm as far as my verdict on West Side, this West Side Market location, giving me a solid C. Weird smell, certain nigga. Uh, uh, prices signage problems um in the prepared food section they had like a, a half empty case of i'm not sure if it was uh, like looked like like chicken salad should have been there i know they're not operating with a lot of uh square footage but the layout of the store was not intuitive it um you know i detailed my issues in the produce section yeah giving this one a c I'll try one of these other places. Also, if you're factoring in the, the weird sandwich that I ate, uh, the weird overpriced sandwich that I ate on the Upper West Side. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, sorry about you. Do better next time, West Side Market. Anyway, thank you all for listening uh, to all of that. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, by the time this is up, hopefully Spotify and Google Play, uh, 
I could probably put them on YouTube, right? SoundCloud. Uh, I'll put a bunch onto a cassette and then uh, copy the cassette and distribute it at various record stores in my neighborhood. I'm sure that'll sell well. Anyway, uh, so again, we are not brought to you by RX Bars, but I would love to be. We're not brought to you by Talenti, but I would love that too. Uh, I'm Roderick O'Toole. Thank you very much. Happy shopping. Good night.